Hello, my friends. You are listening to Grit and Grace. My name is Taverly, and I am your host. I'm here to share my entrepreneurial journey with you, and we'll be bringing on some amazing women who've been helping me, mentoring me, and inspiring me on how Grit and Grace helps them crush it in business, relationships, fitness, family, friends, and all that good stuff. Now, let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Grit and Grace. And for those of you that are listening to us for the first time, I want to remind you to go check out the new sub- the monthly subscription box that we have called Grit, Grace and Glory. And you can find that at gx3box.com. And if you're listening to us on the ladieschitchatclub.com, please make sure you become a premium member because we like to have your support. And for all the other places you're listening to audio, leave us a, a comment or a message or a rating because we like to know that you guys are out there. And today, let's get into it. I have a returning guest with me, and she's with me by popular demand, because honestly, anybody that I've introduced to this woman, they're like, where did she come from? Where has she been all my life? Her name is Shelly Miller. And not only is she a like a small business strategist and a systems master, she's a lifetime friend. I have known her since we were like little tots in the town of Lyons, Colorado. That's We're not Lyons now, but that's where we're from. So Shelly, welcome. Welcome back. I am so happy to be here, and it's so good to see you again. I know. We're just like gazing at each other, and it's like, oh. You look like you did when you were in high school. I know. So do you. You haven't changed a bit. Your hair color a little. Well, yeah. I've earned every single one of those wisdom stripes. I love it, wisdom stripes. Well, we, okay, so we met, I was in, we went to, I was in first grade. I think that we're, what, two years apart? Yeah. But your brother was in my class, and I laughed that there was, I think there was 11 of us that went to school from, like, kindergarten on. Right. And that's that's our families. We've known each other that long. Yeah, and and we we all seem to stay connected and support each other. Like, our Facebooks and Instagrams, you always see people... Like, I knew you when you weren't popular. Right. <laughs> and to me, that is the beauty of things like Facebook, because I spent 14 years in Toronto and really lost connection with a lot of my people from yeah. Lions. And actually, Facebook, I don't know if you know this, but it was way more prevalent where I was, like, five years before anybody in Colorado got on Facebook. Yeah. It was There was, like, a big chunk of time where I think that the, the culture in Toronto was really pushing out technology a little more than in Colorado. And then when all you guys started coming on, I was like, oh, my gosh, I found all these people again it was so amazing oh yeah the reconnections are uh, just superb to me like and then I see that you are doing all this awesome stuff you own a company called for tribe coaching and for tribe events and it's interesting because when I launched my own company I can't even remember what happened how I came across a post you had said something about business and you posted a question do you do this in your business and I'm like um no I do not and where are you Shelly I need to find you and then we've had you on the show already too yes I, I we did a back in November and it was really more about your journey like how you got to where to where you're at and today we're going to talk about that less so I would say that if you guys have not heard Shelly Miller's podcast do you remember the name I don't remember. I'll put it in the show notes okay. because I don't I don't use episode numbers, which I'm glad I don't because in the podcasting world, this is a big thing that people don't use episode numbers in their title anymore. It's actually not a big thing. It's a, a, just a different section you uploaded in. Anyway, it's silly, but we don't have episode numbers, but I will find it and put it in there so people can go hear our initial conversation and, Absolutely. and your roadmap to where you got to where you are today. Fantastic. 
So I, how are you feeling about talking about systems? I love systems. Systems is my jam. Yeah. That's, that's what I do. That's what I've always done, no matter if I owned my own business or if I uh, was working for somebody or if I decided that I was going to start a new project. Um, it always comes, boils down to how the system works and the paper flow and the workflow. And I don't think that you realize that most people don't know that. I, I mean, it's I, so important. I know, because I, I hear you sometimes say, well, I don't, I didn't know that people don't know that because some of this comes so natural to you. And part of it's because you've researched it. Oh, part yeah. of it's because you stay on top of technology. So what I knew 10 years ago working in my field is actually not relevant in terms of systems anymore. And I just want to clarify one thing because I was thinking about this conversation I knew we were going to have. And for people that work for a large corporate uh, and, and you're in an employee role, mm -hmm. your corporate, your company is picking the systems for you. So you're not going to have any say in that in your day-to-day -day life. Right. Get it, understand. This might not interest you, but you should still know this because what's going to happen the day that it does change or even just being relevant for your kids or for any other sector that you may work in. But of course, for any entrepreneur or anyone that's running a side business or you have goals to run a business or you even plan to scale your business, if you don't have systems in place, you're going to be like I was for the first six months of starting my company. And that's spending half of your time just trying to figure stuff out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A lot of people that come into my world come into my world for the simple fact of I don't know how to do these things. Mm. I've been told I need to do them or somebody has suggested that I need to do them, but I have no idea where to start. Yes. Yeah, or I've started and whoo, messed it up. Yeah. I mean, systems really just equal efficiency. We're, we're oh. talking about being efficient with your time, your productivity, your focus and reaching your goals. And that has been one of the biggest learning lessons for me, right, is that I know, and it's funny because you said once we were on a call, we were in a, um, you had a, I don't know what you called it, what was the group we were oh, in? Oh, Business Mojo. Yeah, Business Mojo. And I was participating and she said once at the beginning of the call, she's like, I'm pretty sure that any of these days we're going to hop on and there's going to be like two of Taverly. She's going to have like split into two or Taffy. She calls me Taffy because that's, <laughs> I, it's totally fine to call me Taffy. Just, I just don't want anybody to be surprised if she yeah. says Taffy. They're going to be like, who's that? People that know me as Taffy have known me for the first half of my life. And yes. the second half of my life, I go by Taverly, which is my real name. Mm -hmm. I don't even think a lot of people knew that that was my real name growing up. And now as an adult, I think if you call me Taffy in front of people, they'll say like, what, 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 what nickname, are where you, did that come are from? Are you asking for the candy? Like, what, what is that? <laughs> no, it was because you were always so sweet. Oh, I doubt that's what you're really thinking. Oh, but, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, the reason why I'm, I'm differentiating these areas of why systems matter is because productivity matters. It matters. And if you, doesn't matter what you're doing, it matters. Well, and it's the difference between working on your business and working in your business. Mm. If you're working on your business, you're doing administrative stuff. You're catching up on emails. You're, you're creating content. You're, you're doing all the things behind the scenes and you're working on it. When you're working in your business, you're connecting with people, you're networking, you're, you're pushing out your product, your service. You're delivering what you do. So the more you're in your business, generally the more times you're making money. Mm -hmm. When you're working on your business, that usually costs you money. So the more efficient you can be, the better your bottom line. Now, do you define working on your business the same as like strategic planning and high-level marketing and branding 
as opposed to just the administrative tasks? Isn't that sort of, there's two levels of working on your business, right? There's there's the weeds, the, the stuff that none of us like to do. <laughs> right. I like the high-end visionary stuff, but that's not in my business. That's still on my business. But I prefer to stay at that vision level. If I could spend all of my days just strategizing at how I'm going to take over different things areas of sectors that I want to work on without getting into the details, but that's still kind of on my business, isn't it? It is on your business, but that's more in the creative portion of your business. Ah. It's more you're creating the vision. You're marking out the map of your business, whereas working on your business, you're setting up email sequences. Mm. You're setting up social media calendars. You're you're making sure all the scheduling links in your schedule work. Mm. So when you throw them out, you're confident that people can see your schedule, see your calendar, and efficiently <laughs> get yeah. on your calendar as opposed to these uh, seven emails back and forth. Oh my goodness. You know, yes. Do you have this time? Well, no, I don't have that time, but I have a half an hour here. Just Honestly, throw them a everybody listening link. right now, everybody listening right now can relate that we all do that. And it's such an inefficient use it of is. our it's time. Absolutely inefficient. Oh my gosh. So how did you get so good at all this? Um, I, I want to claim OCD, but I've never been diagnosed. <laughs> I, I have always been very specific about being organized. Now, my high school teachers will tell you that is not true. I kinda, Which ones? I actually almost want to call out. Oh, Which ones would say that that's Dave Johnson. <gasps> Dave, okay, um, we're calling you out. Yeah, he he right? would say what? That you weren't that – I don't know what he would say about me. I'm maybe stubborn, but <laughs> – Well, no, it's just – it, it's, it's more of a – I think it's something you grow into or you don't grow into. Mm. Like it's just something that you have. Mm-hmm. I've always been organized. I got into college and between throwing shot and disc – and playing volleyball and working and going to school, I had to be organized or yeah. I would just like collapse. Nothing would get done, yeah. And then I got so interested in business, like, and the foundational, the startup part of business. It's funny, once I get with a client and they have mapped their stuff and they figured it out and now they're starting to scale, that's when I bow out. Mm. It's like, Yeah, you know what area you fill a really good role. Yeah, Yeah. and it's so when people work with me, it's it's six months to a year, and then fly little birdie fly. Yeah, because you know they're ready to take the next step. Uh, But yeah, organizing has always been a thing for me. It's just you know everything in its place, and everybody's happy. So. I have this funny story, you know, I, the other day I went to open a Zoom link because um, I use Zoom all day long pretty I love much. Zoom. And it's so funny. I had somebody last week tell me, I've never used Zoom. What's that? And I'm like, oh, and she owns her own business. I'm like, oh, how do you, how do you do that? She's like, well, I just meet people. And I'm like, oh, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I live too far. I live too right? far outside of Denver. To, I couldn't do that. But I realized when I went to open my Zoom link, I had like 50 tabs open at the top and I could hear you in my brain saying, why don't you bookmark that stuff and put it where it needs to go because I, I keep it open because I'm like oh I can't forget about that I can't forget I got to do that so I leave it open next thing you know I cannot I literally cannot even see what the title is of each tab that's open because there's so many mm-hmm. and I could hear you in my brain like organize that or- close it I'm like <gasps> okay so I closed it all down I've added some bookmarks I even added a new tab called research on my bookmark bar and which I would have never even known there was such a thing as creating that big bookmark bar if it was wasn't for you <laughs> you know it's it there are simple little things and and so I created a, uh, a Facebook group and in that Facebook group it's a community and mm. these gals are learning all these simple little tricks 
that really, really help your efficiency mm-hmm. and help you keep your brain working on what you're working on as opposed to, oh, I got to do that. Oh, wait, I got to do that. Oh, my God, I got to do that. Oh, what was I doing? Like mm-hmm. that, that it's a waste of your time. It is. All right. So where do we want to start? Um, I'll let you take us through. Where, what's the, what do you think is the most important thing that as a small business owner or a startup that you really need to start looking at implementing from the get-go? Like what's going to make the biggest benefit to your business from the beginning? Well, I think there's, there's four, maybe five things that are really important to get that foundation started that you can build on. Um, the first one is is email capture. Mm. You got to get the emails. Facebook went down. Facebook and Instagram went down for an entire day. Yeah, that last week. And if you're worried about your message getting to people, and Facebook starts to go down, or Facebook changes their idea because you're using somebody else's platform, so grabbing somebody's email is crucial in in growing your business and sustaining your business. It doesn't matter what platforms go down, you're always going to have their email. What is the percentage of Facebook declining recently? Is it like something like 20%? No, it's, I don't think I have a percentage. I think they said something like, you know, what, 20 million people left Facebook or something in the last couple of years. Instagram has gone up. Yeah, Instagram so has gone up. This is a side, side rant. Um, Facebook's yeah. gone down. But I heard it explained recently that it's like Facebook and Instagram is like shared real estate because you're all sharing the same pool yep. to sell to. Mm-hmm. Your email is your own list. Those are people that have signed up for an opt-in mm. or they've enjoyed something you've said or created content you've put out. They are there for a reason. People don't just plan an email out. I mean, that's that's valuable to people. Mm-hmm. I don't want my inbox being bombed Mm -hmm. every three or four seconds i want what i want to see in my email inbox we did a podcast um with leanne webster who she Mm -hmm. is an email marketing like master um in terms of content and i think we we titled it like honor thy inbox (laughs) (laughs) it's it's important but you're talking the mechanics of getting the email address in the first place yeah so would that primarily be how how would you do that if you use social or is it something that you should be building every time you meet someone like still the business card i take your card oh can i add you to my my mailing list because i think that most people if you ask for their email address they know you're going to add them to a list right but don't you have to ask permission now most of the time yes and especially with the um with the european rules yeah the new gdpr yeah Yeah. uh there's a lot of that going on, but anytime you talk to somebody nowadays and say, can I have your email address? They know that you're going to send them something. So that's like implied consent. Yeah, okay. it's implied consent. And when you're working on social media, generally it's you lead with value, mm. an opt-in, a checklist, uh, a file that could help them, efficiency, that will uh, – provide them value in the front for them to continue working with you. So that could be like a, you know, click here to read the five steps on how to be the most productive in systems. And they have to click the link and then there a box will pop up that says it's the lead magnet, right? It's, it's your name and your email and you click send, then you, it, this it's systematized. So it'll automatically send you what they ask for, but that's just your way of capturing their email. Exactly. 
So, and, and let me ask you about this because I, I've posted just a couple of articles on LinkedIn, um, not a lot, mm-hmm. but a few. And I'm, you know, I'm in the process of building out a digital product with Jeremy. And Jeremy, if you're listening, shout out to Jeremy. Um, I don't know. Have you met with Jeremy yet? Uh, not yet, but Jeremy and I need to have a conversation. Oh, Jeremy just got called out. I'm going to tell you, Jeremy, that you got called out. You're supposed to follow up with Shelly. Anyway, um, we're building this system out and I'm capturing emails. Now, let, let me tell you, I have a significant number of contacts in an email database already just from mm-hmm. over the years of business and everything that I've done although they're not all up to date or relevant I mean some of them aren't even going to remember me and I kind of have this like feeling that I need to have them re-opt in you can absolutely do that have them re-opt in mm-hmm. but the I'm thinking now as soon as you said that that are the main article that I have on LinkedIn now that just gets shared far and wide I should turn that into like a Facebook and Instagram post that says you know, capture, you know, read this here, click here to read this article and mm-hmm. create the lead magnet. Cause yep. I don't do enough of that. There are a lot of two clients that I'm working with right now. Uh, one of them is a nutritional expert and mm. she deals with vegan only food. Um, and she's very big on the recipes. And so what we did is we created an opt-in for a newsletter for every two weeks, you get three recipes to try, but then they get another email that says, how did you like it? What did, how did you like the recipe? How did it turn out? What would you have added? So she's, she's creating that relationship content with her emails as opposed to buy now, click here, you know, kind of click funnel kind of stuff yeah and creating that relationship is important oh my gosh I love it so much and I think that we all there's so many of us that are running businesses that are not doing this very well or or enough or really doing it in a in a thought thoughtful way of capturing emails okay so what systems which companies or technology is the the best or what are the options to use let's say what are your top three uh top three if you're just starting out I would you I would go with Mailchimp. Mm-hmm. The only problem with that is, is once you get over two thousand subscribers, it starts to cost you. And I have heard recently that using Mailchimp, uh, sometimes those emails get bounced. Not sometimes. Mm. I would tell you in my experience, I think it's like. 30% or something. And it's only because MailChimp is big. So it's been it's been marked as spam by so many individual customer usage over time, right? Mm-hmm. That MailChimp is just big. It often goes into junk folders or bounces, period. Yeah. It just Especially does. if you're B2B. Right. B2B, you're going to bounce. Right. Individuals, not as much, but B2B, you're going to bounce. Mm. Um, the one that I love and is my favorite is ConvertKit. Mm. ConvertKit is amazing for capturing the emails it's amazing for the email sequencing that happens afterwards. It's it's very intuitive on how to set it up. It, mm. There's not a huge learning curve. Um, That's there, really good to know. And is there a paid, a free version, or is it just paid? So you can do uh, ConvertKit for 30 days for free mm. to kind of get your feet wet. And then it's only $14 a month. Yeah, that's it's not. not and, and is that up to a limited amount? That's up to a limited amount. Yeah. And then, you know, I think their their highest advertised rate is a hundred dollars a month, and it's like a hundred thousand subscribers. Mm. So if you're above that, you're probably going to have a team. I was going to say you're going to have people doing you're it gonna for have you. People doing yeah. For you. Okay. Um, and and there's others like Constant uh, Contact and Mail Munch. They just cost more. They just cost more. What about Active Campaign? Active Campaign is great, especially if you are selling a product 
Like we're using it for a GX3 box because yeah. that's just what, you know, and if you guys haven't checked it out, as I said, go check it out. Oh, GX3box.com. Yes. The active campaign has been pretty good to use for that. It's my first time. Mm-hmm. And because it's a whole new product division, we are using that just exclusively. And I did the trial version. Uh, you know what else I really liked is our customer service was very good. Like I, I had the offer for free training right up front before I even paid. See, that is huge. And yeah. there's, there's, I have a, I have more information on CRMs than I do on the email uh, as far as Mm. who I love the most. But customer service is when you call up or you email or get in a chat box and you get an instant reply and somebody is on the other end and they care about what's happening, it, it makes a difference. And let's face it, those of us that were looking at systems and growing a business, it's us. It's us, right. at the, it's, it's us at the computer trying to figure that out. So customer service matters. Now, down the road, more tech-savvy people aren't going to necessarily need that as your company grows, or if it's growable or scalable, whatever that might be. So that's interesting. All right, so that's email. Mm-hmm. Sequencing can be set up in any of those? In any of those, yes. I will tell you that I have not set up any actual automated sequencing. I'm doing the sequencing. So and you guys just see her face. She's looking at me like, "Why not? You know, I'll help you do it." <laughs> well, and just it just to save the time because there's the growth factor. Mm. Sometimes it goes like very slow, and sometimes it's this spike, and you don't have time to catch up. Yeah. Um, so being ready for that spike is set up set it up in place, even if it feels like overkill now. That's something that's that I. That's the key. That's something that I have a hard time getting some of my clients to get over. Is well, this I'm not this big yet. I don't need this. If you set it up now and use it and understand it, and understand the glitches before you get to the point where the glitches take you down for a day, it's it's a better foundation for your business house. I'm going to share an example of why this matters so much. I heard a keynote speaker at the National Speakers Association meeting in February, and he's a very successful public speaker. And he tells this story of how he was recording content and putting it on us, I think it was a CD at the time, and, you know, went out and they did this whole program to sell it. It went on the TV or something happened, and he went in an explosion phase of like 500 CDs to like a quarter of a million CDs Mm -hmm. and he like mentally had a shutdown about it and it's primarily because he had no systems in place for growth and you know his his focus of that was you know be prepared not just for your failures as you plan to grow something new but for your successes and having faith and having faith Mm -hmm. yeah I mean that's a whole another topic altogether oh my gosh as soon as you say that I'm like oh we could talk about that today but no we're not talking about that today we're talking about systems we're talking about systems which are so important okay so we we've talked about email I feel like we've covered the basics of why you need it people pretty much understand now I see I call it newsletters but it doesn't matter you're direct messaging people to their email account in some way shape or form we know it's important because it's it's your own it's like owning your land versus sharing space with everybody else on social media important must have yes you can also have a box on your website right absolutely yeah there's a there's an opt-in box on your website join my email list here and all my emails have a link to a video I am not a blogger Mm. I am not a writer I am a video girl and so I, I tend to channel messages better, like Facebook Lives, live streaming. That works better for me. If I sit down and try and write a blog, 
it doesn't work for me. Mm. So it doesn't matter if you blog, if you newsletter, if you vlog, if you are sending people content through whatever, being able, having that touch factor is important. So I'm segueing us right into another topic because I will tell you that there's so many people that don't understand that you can embed a video in an email. And um, I, I, I will admit, I still haven't done this yet. I know you can do it. I have people that do it for me, um, but I haven't figured it out. And you talk about one particular software system that you use that is really good at, what is it called? Camtasia. Camtasia. No, there's another one, the link that you can put in. Camtasia records the whole thing, right? right? Um, isn't there, um, I'm trying to think, it was, a, it was a software or a system that allowed you to embed a video anywhere. I'm thinking it's not it's not Canva because that's the, no, the that's tiles. The, yeah, it's it'll come to me. But anyway, there are ways that you can put video content in your newsletter because yes. most people think you have to link it to YouTube. You do not have to do that. You can if you want them to get there. Yes, uh, but uh, yeah, you don't you don't have to do that. That's so that's so there's a there is a software that allows you to just plop that right inside your newsletter and all of the ones that we talked about, Mailchimp, Active Campaign, ConvertKit, you know, Constant Contact, whatever you're using, there they all have options to um, add a hyperlink and a picture, and then the video comes how in the most of them. The video comes. It's like a it's like an embedded picture frame think of it as a picture frame okay. and then the picture frame moves okay so it kind of works a good way, way to think of it yeah. okay so you can have type on the top the actual video it kind of looks like uh like an article it would it would print out the same way ah uh, gotcha and anyway we'll leave we'll leave that for now because i know that i just because you brought up videos in your Look. in your messages so you send that okay so systematized videos mm-hmm do it in the way that you know how to do it, which could be writing or speaking or whatever that might be. Do what feels comfortable to you because mm. your personality comes across. And you and that no like truck trust factor is big and it shows in the way you connect with your clients. Mm. So do it the way that you feel comfortable. Do it the way that you feel comfortable. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what else? What other systems do you think is really important for us to build out from the beginning? Some people are going to cringe at this, but Ah. having a social media calendar Mm. is important to be on that constant front. It doesn't matter if you're using Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Pinterest. I don't care what you're using. You need to be consistent and constant. And, And constant, I don't mean by you have to post seven times a day. Constant by your message, your influence, your your information that you're giving out needs to be it's like a a steady moving train Mm -hmm. it doesn't stop it doesn't go forward it's a steady moving train and having a social media calendar where things are scheduled out things are going to post for you and then when those sparks of inspiration hit you can just post them whenever but that means that you have that information constantly in front of your people so you're talking about like Hootsuite, Agora Pulse, right? I am, I am, I am Hootsuite down at this moment. Um, I, I'm actually Hootsuite down too. You yeah. have converted me to Agora Pulse. Yeah, I love it so much. And here's what I like about it is that I manage, I, I would say like 13 different social media accounts with my business and the podcast and all the different things. Mm-hmm. And so I can actually go into Agora Pulse and make one post. 
and push it out, let's say, on my personal Instagram today. Next week, I can put it on the Grit, Grace, and Glory box. The following week, it's going to go out on the podcast page. Then I'm going to repurpose that content in that same schedule three weeks out. Then I'll go make a native post somewhere else, and I can mix up the dates. Yep in the channels and that to me is important because what happens is is if you choose all the same social media to make out one post Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter when you repost it you're posting it to all those places at the same time so what i like is that i can pick and choose and say okay today because it's okay to repurpose your content in different places just don't do it on the same day i mean i've listened to like a a thousand different podcasts and videos about this topic but nobody says it that simple use the same content just don't use it on the same day use it on all the channels just not on the same day. It is absolutely that simple. It is truly that simple. If somebody is following you, they tend to follow you on all your channels, not Mm, just one. Right. So if you're posting the exact same thing, you look like a cut and paste expert. Although there's what I would say for me, it's 30%. I would say 30% is across all my channels. Mm. 70% is not. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. There's a lot of people that follow me on Instagram after I've posted like my squat videos like I did on Saturday mm-hmm. that have absolutely nothing to do with the podcast. So they're not going to go see the podcast page. But I it, I, I digress. I've gone a few <laughs> tangents today. <laughs> well, it's, um, well, people are, want to personally connect with people. Yeah. You know, there's a vulnerability. One of my favorites <gasps> Brene Brene Brown. Brown. I'm telling you what, (laughs) we were talking about fangirling. If I met her in person, I would totally fangirl. I'll have you know that I have contacted her team a couple of times to come on the podcast. And she's not taking any bookings for 2019. It's like $100,000 to have her in person because, you know, I'm moving into Rise Collaborative soon. And we talked about doing an event there. She's taking no bookings in 2020. That's so amazing. anyway, if anybody here has a connection to Brene Brown, <gasps> Shelly and I will interview her on the show at Rise Collaborative in Denver. We would welcome her. So yes, continue on. But she's amazing. And one of her basic facts is the vulnerability factor, mm. how people connect with you through your vulnerability. You don't have to um, give a sob story, but letting people know that you're human allows them to connect with you as a human not with a thing or a a you know your brand is your person it's not just pretty colors on a board yes right so i i I like that about her and that should carry over in your social media oh absolutely and and some people don't like to connect their personal media with their business media Mm. and i think that really depends on your business model it truly does. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's some corporate businesses that you want to keep them separate. Mm-hmm. But when you're starting a business, when you are creating your own model, your own unique business venture, um, letting people know that you it, there's a human behind it and it's not a computer generated hologram right. um, is is important. I also think that because on the other side is is people. I mean. When you work with social media as a business, you can put some personal in it, but it's still it's still a lot of, um, I want to say, branding that you Absolutely. can push forward. But if you only do that, you miss the chance for people to relate to you because on the other side, on the receiving end of your messages and your posts are people. Yeah. And the majority of people use social media for per- personal reasons. Mm-hmm. And the the you know, smaller minority of us that use social media with our businesses um, f- can see the difference between the two. But a lot of times businesses forget and they think, oh, I don't have any time. So I'm just going to 
post a bunch of pictures and ads and push all this information out and it becomes one way that's not social that's mm -hmm. like dictatorship mm -hmm. and that's why people don't love the algorithms is because they forget that it's meant to be a two-way street not a one-way yeah creating a relationship with your customer base client base is extremely important when you're using social media in your business so how do people do that if they haven't done it before how would they start um one would be to start a group to start a community of like-minded individuals that your message connects with them whether it's you want to start a business group a mastermind and you want to uh, connect with each other on well what are you using well how are you getting out do you mm. guys want to do an event together would you like to do something that incorporates both of our collaboration you know that that would be the first place to start I would think uh, and a lot of people that are across the country like I've been connecting with a lot of people locally and as I connect across the country which where zoom comes in and big and handy mm -hmm. it it brings a, uh, a a newness but it also brings a familiarity when you're connecting with people mm. like you get on the phone or you get on the zoom call and you're having a cup of coffee with somebody and mm -hmm. you're you know how are the kids how was this okay let's get into business like you're actually creating a relationship mm. which is it's it's all about that right and I think that's really good advice because a lot of people just don't know how to start to build community right and I I as much as I don't always love all the tactics out there on how to increase your social media I do like the one that the one suggestion that comes from Gary Vaynerchuk which is to like literally spend time every day going and searching people in your similar field or in your audience and comment 10 times you mm -hmm. know like find 10 posts to actually make a legitimate authentic connection with them don't say good content come visit us because nobody loves that but go oh. say hey I loved it when you posted about this it meant something to me or thanks for sharing that that you know that piece of that video or that picture that I value that or good job on your business goals so yeah. whoever it is your audience is go find ways to connect with them and if you spend like an hour a day like truly connecting on across all your platforms we won't go into those details now right. because we don't have time but really go in and spend time interacting yeah. even on behalf of your business interact with other people absolutely and and that that makes your business more viable mm. to everybody who comes into contact with it yeah, it's because you're trying to build that relationship, the no like and trust. No like and trust. All right, so what else? So we are we are now talking about the social media calendar. So others other than Hootsuite, which we're both kind of wah wah wah. Well, yeah, they went they went down the yeah. hole. Hopefully they can fix it, but whatever. Yeah. We're we're move, we're we've moved on. Agora right. Pulse is the new girl in town and yeah. is there are there any others? Uh, some people like co-schedule, mm. um, but it's not as uh, like Agora Pulse is really bringing up bringing up the train they mm. just it, it's created by a digital marketing firm mm. that's who did it so they know the ins and outs the trending what needs to happen what's coming in the future they're just they're amazing the biggest challenge people have had is with their Instagram accounts getting connected but yeah. you have to switch your Instagram account over to a business profile even yes. if even if you're a person you got to make it a business profile if you're mm -hmm. going to use business tools I like it how they word it if you're going to use business tools to promote your page it should be a business profile yeah I mean individual profiles are not typically what goes in your 15 lists of 
um, of social media. But right. when you have business and personal, you tend to push out stuff to both. So I, I see right. why people do it, but just make them business. Get over it. Well, and then you get all the reporting and analytics. I which know. Is I pulled thing. an insight report recently from my Instagram stories, and I'm like, oh, I just love that I can see all that. Yeah. And what do you mean that person left after seven seconds of my video? <laughs> I know who you are, and I, I can look at that now, and I'm like, oh, that means other people can see how Never <laughs> take it personally. <laughs> I know, but it's so funny because now yeah. I know other people can see when I, like, just slam through the Insta stories all the time. I'm right. like, oh, I'm going to stay and listen to their whole thing. <laughs> I can give them just a little more time. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, my. Okay. So we've covered email marketing um, and capturing emails, which is huge to start building an audience. Because, again, yeah. we're looking at the the starting place for new businesses or those that have done it themselves and really just need to up-level and become better. Yes. And we've talked about a social media calendar. What else? Uh, one thing that is huge is the scheduling like mm. calendaring and scheduling. And we were talking about this right before we started the podcast. When you are trying to get somebody on your calendar or you are trying to get on somebody's calendar, those 17 emails that go back and forth mm. of, how about this time? Well, I can't do it that time. What about this time? Well, I'm going to be gone for two weeks. Let's look down this way. If you throw somebody your calendar link and say, find a spot that works for you, it, and it and it's not some people think of it as being arrogant or rude yeah I was just I'm actually that's what I was thinking that I was going to ask you it feels forward like here you go do the work I'm 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 the king here you go or, do the work and find a time to meet with me right or you can ask somebody do you have a calendar link right that's you, the you know, other option so it depends feel it out you know it depends on the relationship that you have with the person if it's somebody you're trying to collaborate with or you are trying to uh, pull business from, do you have a calendar link? I'd love to get on your calendar. Yeah. Uh, some, it works about half the time, generally, because people don't think about it as much. Uh, but, I, yeah, I throw my calendar link out to everybody. Like, you want to get on my schedule? Here we go. You just let mm. me know. Yeah, yeah, I use it a lot. I use Calendly a lot now. Um, I love Calendly. And I had actually my daughter came with me to a woman's entrepreneurship day. And this is a perfect example of why having a calendar link is so useful is I was actually podcasting on site. Mandy Connell and I were podcasting. And so my daughter was like talking to the people that were coming in that wanted to be interviewed. And we reached a capacity halfway through the day. We couldn't book anymore. So my daughter just took my business card and wrote down my the link and would pass it off to other people. And I was getting these random requests to talk about the podcast, which is fine, but it was so convenient the way that it worked out. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of the day, Hannah was just opening Calendly on her phone and saying, here, pick a time and would book it on the spot. I'm like, look, we just like transitioned in the day from writing down the link to doing it, but it's useful. It is, it's very useful. And it's, it's not only is it efficient, it allows you to have that professional mm. vision you know, people are looking at you and like, oh, they got it. They, she has it together, even if it's a complete mm, lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, having it together and having that link and being able to. One of the ones that I love is, uh, is um, um, I almost said audacity. I know you did. Uh, Actually, I knew you were going to say, I'm like, why? I'm yeah, acuity. Acuity. Scheduling. Um, the amazing thing about acuity is you can create classes. So if you're doing courses or you're doing uh, events, they sign up for everything in the event when they sign up for the booking. Mm -hmm. You can take payments. You can add, do add-ons. You can. It, it's it's an amazing 
amazing tool. And how expensive is that compared to like Calendly? So Calendly for a bit is free. Yeah, I passed the free part. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so um, Acuity is $25 a month for the, and that's uh, subscriptions. So you can mm. deal with subscriptions, memberships, um, packages, and uh, being able to pay through the link. So it, it, and it's unlimited. It's amazing. You can put up to eight different calendars. So if you're working with people, with other people, uh, you can put their calendar on there. And hmm, interesting. I can't get it on with Taft, but I could get on with Mandy or I could yeah, get on with this and gotcha. that. Gotcha. Interesting. And it's 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 very, very versatile. We'll have to, that's Acuity. Mm-hmm. And so what else, what other options are there? I mean, there's lots of different functions they all have. And my suggestion is for people that, you know, you're hearing this part. And if you don't have a calendar system set up, you're going to go do one because it's actually really easy. I have mine broken down into a couple of options, like a 15-minute intro call, a 30-minute Zoom call, a 60-minute podcast recording, or 60-minute in-person meeting. So when I when I direct somebody to the link, I say, please book a 30-minute Zoom call. Or I'll meet you for coffee. Here's my schedule. Pick the in-person time because right. I want people to select certain times because you can break it down into various options and they all kind of have this similar rating system of how long you know what days but the most important part of that is that you have to keep your calendar up to date yes because if it's linked to your gmail calendar i have made that mistake a couple of times where i go in and put a note in the morning and say like no meetings i'm going to be podcasting all day but i don't actually like carry it down mm-hmm. next thing you know i have like three meetings booked in the afternoon and i'm like shoot but it's on me because i didn't keep my gmail calendar or my google calendar, calendar my google calendar up to date up to date and i'm like oh man and you can actually use a google calendar without added software or added apps to book appointments to get started. That is something you can do and it's free. So how do you do that? How do you set up a Google Calendar without a Gmail account? You mean if you have a Gmail account? If you account. have a Gmail account. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. So, Interesting. And, and it's, it's people ask me, well, what's the difference between free Gmail and a Google Suite, you know, a G Suite box? Mm-hmm. And basically it is you get drive space and you get um, – access to the information on the business side so you can set up appointments and it's five six dollars a month now to have a getting rid of free gmail i just i thought i got an email that it's going away free gmail is going away yeah that it has they're not having any unpaid free gmail services i might have misread i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i will be i would be interested to see that okay i will and maybe i misread it something in google is changing that it's on the free version yeah the um g plus all the g plus stuff is changing they tried okay that might be what i'm thinking of they tried to uh keep up with the joneses and they didn't do it didn't work as much as i love my google that it just didn't work yeah so the scheduling is important. Yes. You have to have it. You have to put the work in to do it, though. This yes. is this is not a. It's going to handle it all for you. You have to have a man. You have to manage your schedule. Yeah, it's it's going to book it and it's going to help you have all the information that you need in order to. That's the one thing about using um, Acuity, is putting in the information uh, for the call. So I need you to. It's going to be in a Zoom call. It's going to be in this room. It's going to be at this time. Okay. Be there five minutes early for you know, technical gremlins and everything else yeah. you need to douse. Right. Um, you're, you can put all that information in so it alleviates some of that back and forth there too. 
Interesting. Okay, so scheduling is important. Now, so I'm going to ask you at this point, it starts to sound like it's a lot of different systems because they're all different. And I remember saying to myself, like, I don't know, two years ago, I'm like, okay, I know I have this marketing email system. I know I need to take all the contacts and actually create a content management system, but I don't know what that is exactly. I know what it is in like Outlook, but not in its own. Now I need a calendar system. Now I need a um, a system for sending emails and now I need a system for managing this. Isn't it possible that people just get overloaded at this point? Absolutely. And that is why I have a job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a lot of my clients come to me and they're like, I know I need all these systems. I have no idea how to implement them. And we go through a business map, say this, this works like this and this works like this and this works in here. And I work with them to show them the links, help them set them up, so that they don't feel so overwhelmed by the insanity that can happen. One thing I notice that people do is they start integrating six or seven different things. Like they'll start with MailChimp, and then they'll add lead pages, and then they'll add MailMunch, and they'll add this, when they can do all of that with one system with Mm. MailChimp. But they start adding all these things, pretty links, paper this and that. Mm. So... You can get buried in your own efficiency, mm-hmm. which that's why you need a coach. That's why you yeah. need support. Right. Um, the The idea of having to do everything by yourself on your own and not asking for help. Well, if I ask for help, then I failed. That needs to just get buried and and driven into the dirt. Because that's where the overwhelm comes in is I have to do this all by myself. No, you don't. You don't. It's also like it's also like looking at it as like the mechanic for your car. I mean, yes. it's like a mechanic for your business. Somebody needs to sometimes just come in and say, you have all these different things that are not communicating well. It's not working efficiently. It's not running like a well-tooled machine. I'm going to help you put that in place. The, the truth is, is that in technology today, there are a, a multitude of things that are all in different places that you're going to utilize in different ways. And everybody's going to, their combination of that secret sauce of systems is going to be different. But it, it really helps to have somebody from the outside look in and say that's that doesn't work as efficiently try this because sometimes people just don't know well and so a lot of uh what i get is people have gone on youtube and they've watched tutorials Mm. and they've watched this that and they've watched so much tutorial webinar that they tend to get sidetracked and um they tend to get confused well because you can watch two different videos and get two different information because it all it first of all depends on how it's applicable to your business Mm -hmm. and how much you need to know like let's be real something like hubspot (laughs) i you need to know five percent to start right okay Uh, two months later maybe you increase that to 25 percent of it you know two years later you might be using 100 percent of hubspot but where to start and and if you go to youtube they're going to give you maybe that 100 percent, maybe that 50 percent, maybe this one section maybe that section it depends on who it is everybody has different areas of expertise but what you need to know that's applicable for you in that moment and that time is different right and that's where a coach comes in mm. honestly that is where a coach well my type of coaching comes yeah, in right um, and to be able to email somebody talk to them uh, have a zoom call with them walk them through a screen shot and say you need to go here here and here and then once you've done it it's almost like muscle memory you start to learn that system mm. and it starts to become a normal thing. You had to learn email 
you had to learn how to use a calendar. It's the same process. It's just a little on a bigger scale. Right. Okay, let's keep going. So we've covered, I, I'm trying to just acknowledge that at this point, lots of people get overwhelmed. And we should have said this at the beginning of the video. <laughs> I hope you guys have had pen and paper handy. Whoops. Oh, okay. You're going to have you, to re-listen. You're going to have to listen to it again. <laughs> or just know that this will always be there for you. But, okay, so we've covered capturing emails and how to maximize the connection you're going to build with those you're going to work with. We've talked about a social media calendar. Okay, we've talked about a calendar, your own personal calendar, how to manage your time. Mm -hmm. um, what's next? The, the one last thing I think that is extremely important is having a CRM. And you mm -hmm. just mentioned, which is a great segue, into mm -hmm. um, a customer relationship management tool, CRM. Some people hear CRM and they're like, NASA's putting out something new. Right. You know, they, 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 right. they don't even or understand. Or they think of it. like Salesforce, which doesn't feel applicable to oh, them at all. Salesforce is like... You but, need a PhD to work Salesforce. Yeah, exactly. But it's meant for big corporate. Right. It's not meant for it's, small businesses. Mm -mm. But that's but that's what people think. Yeah. Or they think Mailchimp can be their CRM. <laughs> right. But see, look at <laughs> we. Yeah. I, you hear that noise from Shelly a lot, especially when she's talking to me. It's Sorry. Like, what? <laughs> no, it's hilarious because you're. But that's people just don't know. Right. Okay. So let's talk uh, customer relationship management systems. Yes. Okay. So they're um, one of the best ones that's free, especially if you're working with. Uh, Google your Gmail is HubSpot mm. it's a great place to start they have amazing tutorials for information and whatnot um, they and you can start with the simple I have their first name last name and their email and you can start adding okay now I have their address now I have this I know their birthday I can wish them you know send them a happy birthday you can start a pipeline of information I want I want to lead them into this program. Mm. They're going to get this email. They're going to get this email. I want to connect with them here. I want a free call to let them know what's going on. You can set up that flow. Mm. And it and it reminds you, okay, today you need to contact boom, 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 boom. These are the seven people you need to touch today. You can set it up in that way, mm. and which is so important when you're creating those relationships. Right. It's huge. Um, past HubSpot which is free. A lot of the others you're going to eventually have to pay for, whether it's a 30-day trial or right. why not. Um, Zoho is a great one. Z-O-H-O.com. Sugar is a great one. The other one that is amazing is Insightly. Mm. And Insightly is, is Google-driven, mm. but it is amazing. It has email sequencing. It has structure. It has all of the things that you would use for scalability. So if you're starting a business and you know you're going to scale, Insightly is a great one to get started with. Interesting. I didn't know that. Okay. So, I, I mean, I think that I have a limited amount of experience with HubSpot. I'm still learning it. It's been this my, my system of choice. Mm -hmm. I know I attended a training a couple of weeks ago um, somewhere else on CRM, and it was literally the entire meeting which was correct which is it all depends on what you're trying to do yeah and where you're going to scale yeah. and and what you're going to use it for it's really hard to make a decision on a particular system if you don't know what you're going to use that system for but one thing i've really been starting to pay attention to is what integrates oh, right yeah. because if my if my email marketing system does not integrate with my crm i feel like i'm missing up i'm going to be dual duplicate 
entries. I'm going to be doing right. duplicate entries. I don't know why that just came out. My brain is like <laughs> five miles ahead. I'm going to be entering the data in two different places, right? right? Which I don't want to do. I want to find a way to be able to make it efficient. So does HubSpot integrate with something like Active Campaign? Because I haven't tested that yet. Uh, it can. And if it doesn't directly integrate, there's this magic thing called Zapier.com. Okay. And if it doesn't integrate, which if it's a Google-based product, it should. Uh, and the integrations um, for MailChimp especially are kind of limited, but they, the reason they haven't built them up is because Zapier takes care of it. What is Zapier? So Zapier is like, think of it like a tether, like a friend. Um, if for those of you that rock climb, if you have a friend, you can pop it in a crevice and get wherever you want to go from point A to point B. Mm. It allows you to create an action in one arena or one software and then once that action starts it triggers a sequence into another action so say you get a brand new email from somebody who's never been there before and you aren't using a crm you can actually use a zap to go from your gmail to a G, uh, google sheet or an excel program and put that person in your information. I'll have you all know I'm writing this down <laughs> as we speak. Yes, I have my pen and paper. Zapier. Okay, yeah. that is so huge. So if I receive an inquire, an inquiry about the subscription box mm -hmm. in my email account, I can set a zap, you call it a zap, mm -hmm. straight into Active Campaign. Absolutely. Oh my. You just rocked my world. That's what I do. Zapier. So is it complicated to set that up? Do you have to like go in and like do you, or do you just have to log in and create an action or what is that like? So you, you log in and create an account and then it will um, walk you through some of them that are used often. They have templates. So they say you need to create this, 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 and this. If you're creating something new, you might, there's a bit of a learning curve. Mm -hmm. I will give this to you. But once you create the zap, if you want to do it again, you can create it again. Oh my gosh. This is so amazing, Shelly. I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I, at least I have a good overview and I'm using a multitude of systems yes. now, as you know, so I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing way better at that. And I know that lots of people listening, this is going to be a journey for yeah. them. And if they need help, they can contact you where? Uh, they can go to my website at okay. www.4thelettera.tribe.com. And that's the letter for a tribe.com I'll mm -hmm. put that in the show notes as well yep and how about social media um at Shelly Miller coach you can catch me on any Instagram Facebook and Pinterest imagine that oh my gosh Shelly you are so amazing this is this is not easy stuff right it's not easy stuff but I tell you what I love my job and I love seeing people take the initiative creating a business that they love and then watching it grow and and just being there to support them my i love having that support role it just it's 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 incredibly joyful to me it's it, a gift it's it's also because you're solving like puzzles yeah that's yeah. what it's like like knowing something like zapier exists is is can change people's lives absolutely and their productivity and none of us have any idea about any of this stuff <laughs> Well, I tell you what. That's I, why we have you. That's why you have me. And I am starting a new Facebook group, which is going to launch on the 1st of April. Okay. I thought April Fool's Day. I thought, why not? Because yeah. I'm such a jokester. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be Essential Business 
alchemy. And in that group, I'm going to be doing free workshops. I'm going to be doing uh, checklists, downloads that people can use to get started on their own business. Mm -hmm. Or if you have your business and you want to effectively scale up, there's going to be information and ways you can do that. And will you be talking about things like systems in that group? that's all I'll be talking about. Amazing. And I think you have a special offer for our listeners today, don't you? I do. So I have a uh, business mojo, and I have uh, creative business systems. And if you sign up for either one of those and use the coupon code GRIT, you will get 50% off. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. And those are both great, by the way. They're a series Mm -hmm. of training events, and I'll tell you that if you guys attend any of those, you're going to find it's going to change so many different aspects of your business because Shelly brings in this knowledge in so many areas and it's bigger than systems. It's also the thought process to the systems because as I feel like we just touched the tip of the iceberg because, you know, we limited amount of information on each. We could have like a podcast just on each of them. Right. Really. Um, but it's the understanding the, the, the process mentally on how you're going to go from one step to another using your systems that I also think that you're really good at. Uh, mindset is a huge cornerstone of my mm-hmm. coaching. It, it's it's being able to pivot when you have to pivot and being able to ditch when you have to ditch mm-hmm. and knowing when those points are and being okay and making your choices and being confident in your choices. Because you're a coach. I mean, we don't, I don't really think we talked about that much. We just like dive. I like jumped into the water of systems <laughs> like right away because I knew we had so much to cover. But you do way more than just systems. Your coaching is also just on all of that shift on setting yourself up as an individual to be successful in your business. Right. And knowing when to ask for help and how to ask for Mm. help and not being afraid to say, Hey, you know what? I don't know this. Teach me. Mm. Let me, let me help me figure it out. Uh, because I know a lot of entrepreneurs that have started with amazing ideas and then they get overwhelmed with the, I have to do it all by myself, which is part of why the systems part came into my coaching. It was, I actually had a uh, group of business mojoers and they took over one of my calls and, and explained to me, Shelly, you need to tell people this, Shelly, you need to do that. And it changed, it changed my product. And now it effectively, it's like business mojo 2.0. It, it helped me show people when you get stuck, there's a way out of it. There's mm-hmm. always a way out. Sometimes you have to ask for help. I think you have a lot of gifts that others sometimes see in you that you know you don't see in yourself, which is yeah. we're all like that, especially women. We're not good at that. Yeah. But you, you definitely have a lot of gifts that I know are going to continue to change the world. So I so appreciate you being willing to come on the show and and talk to me and also for those of you that have subscribed to the gx3 box is you're going to see something special from shelly in there um probably we'll say and i don't know when you're listening to this but this is march 2019 so it's going to be the next couple of months but if you guys are looking to get in touch with shelly we are going to put all of her information in the show notes which will include how to access the 50 percent off her services and if you are listening on a platform 
platform that doesn't include the full realm of show notes, just go to the ladieschitchatclub.com. Find us. We'll give you all of the information to her show, or you can just find her on her own site, but we will put all that out there for you. I appreciate that. I'm yeah. so excited. I know. I'm so excited just to see you. This is the, the best part. Yes. I, it, it's, it's been years, I and know. it's wonderful. Although we talk all the time, we haven't well, yeah. been in person in years. Well, and, and you know, it's it's because I live up north. I know. <laughs> and I, I live like southeast Mm -hmm. but we're in beth odin's amazing space at be creative studio i think it is i wish beth was in here um but this is an amazing space in lakewood colorado and it's we're gonna we're gonna put the website in but if you guys are looking for some space or find out more she's got a ton of creative space and good stuff going on so we're glad to be here well thank you so much for having me here i really appreciate it thanks shelly i've got one last question Hmm. what's your percentage of grit and grace Oh, I'm still 70-30. <laughs> it doesn't change? <laughs> oh, you guys should see grit. her face. She's like, oh, no, Mm-mm. that is 70% grit all the way. That is that is one thing that, uh, especially people who work with me, they're like, you don't mess around. I'm like, no, I will call it and tell you how I see it, and then we will get working on how to fix it. Yeah, love it. Well, thanks for being here. And if you're listening on iTunes or any of the places that you listen to podcasts, please leave us a rating and a comment. Let us know what you think of the show. And if you're visiting us at ladieschitchatclub.com, you're going to see under the show, they've like highlighted my name in some funky special color. If you click that, it's going to like magically through the interwebs make you find me. So you can say hello or leave a comment because we love to hear from you. And my friends, go be fierce.